Hi, hello, how's it going? My name's Saf, and this is a maturing amateur. We're back with another episode. This episode, things get weird. That's right. Uh, it's been a while, and um, that's just kind of how. So why is that? Why has it been a while? It's uh, a good question. I I think that. I have been going through a lot of uh, experiences and reflections and whatnot, um, and some of those reflections have been that I've been having a harder year. You know, I've had a lot of things within my my life um, that were difficult and had me not feeling the best. In all honesty, I think, like you know that that life happens. Nothing out of the extraordinary. You know normal life things that were starting to get me down a bit I think and uh and yeah I just didn't have motivation to do the things that I really wanted to do like this podcast I you know wanted to feel inspired and wanted to feel that there was a reason or purpose why I was um doing this podcast and for for some reason I just couldn't muster the kind of uh drive or kind of dedication to do it so it's been a while but you know uh, life we keep going. We keep at it, you know, no matter what. We don't stop. We grind all day, every day. Um, unless you're tired of grinding, then you, then you stop stop grinding, I guess, and, and rest, take a bath or whatever, um, and then start grinding again after that. Um, it's a solo episode. It's just going to be me talking. Uh, I just, I'm in my apartment. It, it's, it's incredibly humid. I've turned the fan off. Um, because of audio, but I've left the door and window open. So if you hear sounds, that is the sounds of the beautiful city of Toronto. Um, but I'm sweating still. But that's fine. I just kind of wanted to um, talk about something. I, just, I, I felt inspired, actually. Interestingly enough, just speaking about that, I felt inspired. Why? I don't know. Just just felt like I had some thoughts floating around, and I thought, you know what, maybe it'd be good to um, say them. And also, on top of that, someone I watched, I think, a TikTok probably, but someone said something about how you should get to know yourself as much as possible. I think a great way to get of getting to know yourself is talking to yourself. Uh, and I don't often do that, um, but on this podcast, I am doing that. And so it'll be a great exercise for me and hopefully somewhat entertaining or illuminating for you about something or the other. Uh, and we'll... We'll have a a grand old time. Today, I'm going to talk about um, probably a topic that I will talk about a hundred more times, but self-love. I have a newfound appreciation for the importance of self-love and and think that probably of all the things that a human person could do, it's one of the most important things that they could do. I think I would even argue, I would go as far to argue as most people's purposes in life um, or their their first purpose that they should achieve is self-love, true, honest self-love. And now, obviously, it's not like a you have it or you don't. It's a, it's a continuum. It's, it's forever growing. But if you can get on that journey and get to a good place on that journey, um, your life will, will improve for the better. And the relationships around you will improve for the better. And you will like yourself. You will love yourself um, to some degree. And, and I want to talk about that because I think I'm, I'm uh, very thankfully on that journal, journey now. Um, and on that journal, actually. Journey and journal. I was about to say journal. I'm on that journaling life. That's right. I have a diary. 
I write my thoughts, the cute boys I saw that day, and what that girl Jessica was wearing, what kind of outfit she was wearing, um, and how it was so ugly, but like she's so pretty, and I wish, you know, like that kind of diary. <clears throat> but but a, a lot of philosophy sprinkled throughout because I'm I'm a dude, and that's what dudes. I'm just joking. Um, it's uh, <laughs> I write the the journal kind of as a as a diary sometimes about talking about things that had happened to me and my reflections on them but I also write it as like if I'm like writing like a self-help book but like for myself it's like writing my own guide to life almost but like for me to read to go back and like oh yeah that was a great thought that I had like I should do that and is that narcissistic maybe but it's also making me um kind of confront and like let my thoughts come out of me and onto the page and then I can read them and confront the thoughts directly and then kind of have a dialogue with myself almost and I think that is one way to learn more about yourself um, and m- my first strong point would be that to, to love yourself you must first know yourself um, and and that's a difficult long journey it, it gets really hard it's been very hard um, you start to break some some old uh, misconceptions that you have about yourself towards yourself. Um, you start to question some of the beliefs that you've always had. You start to, um, you know, kind of question your identity, I guess, or, or also what you value, what you actually value, what you truly value, and what um, what makes you happy. And and then you start to realize why don't why am I not just doing the things that make me happy? Like I'm. Uh, you get to a point where, you know, there's two sides of ourselves, right? There's the side of us that like makes the decisions of what we're doing. And there's the side of us that doesn't really say word, but just feels emotion, right? There's like the uh, the consciousness, the, the logic and, and train of thought we have, but also there's the emotional aspect of us that doesn't have any words, just radiates feeling. And then the conscious logic part tries to translate that feeling into some type of explanation, but it, it's often wrong. It's, it's often, you know, sadness comes out as anger or, you know, being excited actually comes out as nervous or you doubt yourself or you don't like yourself, you know, you, you do things because you are trying to justify the feelings that you have. And also these are usually uncomfortable feelings. So um, this journey of kind of trying to see you know, what what do I feel and, and why exactly do I feel that way? And, and if I can figure that out, I can prevent that feeling from um, unknowingly change my thought process, my, my train of thought, my consciousness, and how I interact with the world and interact with people. So, you know, pretty casual conversation. Um, feel free to chime in whenever you want. Just don't interrupt me when I'm talking because I have a lot of things to say. Um, I'm going to be honest. I have a bunch of quotes that I really like. and A lot of them are from TikTok. Um, it's been a I'm not ashamed to say it. I am ashamed, just a little bit ashamed to say it, but um, I always feel a little weird saying it, but TikTok actually has been an interestingly um, helpful tool during this journey because I've, that's, I've been looking at self-help and philosophy and self-love things a lot on there, and it shows me more of that stuff and makes me think more about that stuff. And so it's, it's been helpful to kind of um, see other people's thoughts about it, kind of have, you know, these short videos that they post about their journey. And um, yeah, it's been interesting. So um, to start, actually, interestingly enough, I think I'm going to read from my journal. There's this page that I think um, is a great kind of, I know, I mean, I'm saying before we start, like we haven't started already. I, I know we're, I'm, I've talked a lot already, but I have, um, let's see what, let's see what, where this goes. So um, about uh, like two, a month and a half ago, I wrote this. 
And it says, I quote from Safbutt himself, the most important thing we can do for ourselves, those around us and the world, is to learn to love ourselves more deeply and honestly. To do that, we must learn who we are on a deeper level, which especially includes the dark parts of us, but it must necessarily include the best parts of us too. You love an acquaintance or a distant friend or a close coworker much differently, than, much differently and not as deeply as you love a sibling, partner, or best friend. And that's because you know them much more deeply. We have to apply that to ourselves. Treat ourselves like someone we want to get to know and eventually love. To get to know someone, you have to talk to them, ask them questions, listen closely to their answers, and then ask probing questions about their answers. You have to share experiences with them and see what they're like in different environments. You have to get to know the people they share love with, be there for them when they're sad or lost, let them feel those feelings, and do what you can to support them. Celebrate every achievement. Every achievement. Never make them feel bad for being happy or excited about a thing. Be kind with the words you say to them, but also build a trust that allows you to laugh and make fun of them. Help them maintain physical health in the ways that they are interested in. Take them on dates and activities. Give them gifts. Encourage them to hang out with other people that they share love with. Do what's best for them, even if it's hard for you sometimes. Yeah, so I think I I like that. That's pretty good. That's <laughs> not bad, actually. <laughs> um, I hadn't read that in a while, and I just read it for the first time in a while now. And um, yeah, man, uh, I I truly uh, I vibe with that, bro. Good, well said, dog. Um, if you can think of someone that you love in your life, right? Um, someone that you truly deeply love, that you have a deep love for. Maybe that's a sibling. For me, it's my siblings. Like that, that's uh, I, I share a very deep love with them. Um, or a partner that you have, or a you know, even an ex-partner that you shared a love with, or a friend that you really love, or a teacher, whoever. Right? You it's, you can't love them deeply without knowing them truly. And I'm sure that in the process of getting to know them, there were some things that you learned that maybe you didn't like. Maybe you fight about things. Maybe you know, I mean, I mean, my siblings for sure. But maybe you fight about things. Maybe you don't agree about things. Maybe you annoy each other. There's that one way that they always chew food drives you crazy. But like you learn the little little things about them, right? That they, I don't know, their toenails are too long, or that you know they um, they they bite their uh, spoon or fork whenever they eat. Or uh, they make weird noises when they're uncomfortable. Um, or they, if they're in a bad mood, then they're going to attack uh, and make fun of you. Um, and it's really funny, but it will hurt your feelings. Or, um, or uh, you know, their farts, like, smell horrible, like like death, like, um, uh, like old sunny day death um, that has been... Uh, put it in a blender that i mean that's a lot maybe that's sorry that's that's too much uh, that's too much detail but like but it smells bad like that uh, wafting through the air like and not even once in a while like often or or um or you know that um they uh that when they're uh uncomfortable 
they they'll do this a certain laugh when they're uncomfortable like in a social setting and you can like pick up on it and other people don't know that it's like an awkward like uncomfortable laugh but you know it is because you've seen them do it so many times like when you get to that level of detail of knowing someone that's when you can like truly truly love them um because you love so much more of them right that there's so much more so much uh, of us to get to know and so the same way that you have to do that for somebody else like you have to do that for yourself you have to look at all the intricacies of yourself and like the little things that you do that make you you and then love those things like they're somebody else that you love um and a great way to to learn about those things is like talk to your friends talk to the people that love you in, in your life and and ask them maybe why they love you um, and if they do love you, then they'll have a, a long list. Um, in my case, they'll they'll make fun of me, and they'll they'll uh, they'll they'll say a hundred joke things, and then they'll tell me some real things. But they'll talk about I don't know my butt cheeks or something, or that the, some of those things were about me as well. The the things um, the, the little details. So you know they, they'll talk about those things first. Then they'll talk about like you know what they actually feel when they see you or around you and then then you get to learn you know the small intricacies but also like the impact that you have on others um i don't know i i guess i'm saying this assuming that you do have people in your life that that love you um and maybe that's not always true right some people don't i mean some people feel like they don't at least um and so that's not helpful advice but i think if you don't have that in your life, you can be the one to do it for you first. I mean, it it, it, it sounds crazy, but it's possible. Like, it, if you can get to a point where you can kind of separate yourself a little bit and, and look at yourself from a third person view and kind of um, get to know yourself, meet yourself. And again, I, I recommend journaling. I recommend making a podcast. I recommend recording your recording voice notes or something, and then in, interacting with yourself or talking with yourself in the car or in the shower. Doing those things instead of avoiding yourself, right? I think that's a problem I've definitely had is avoiding myself because sometimes I'm a bit of a dick, you know. Part of my um, Portuguese, but I'm sometimes a little bit of a of a douchebag, or, or or like I'm I'm my biggest critic. I'm always you know what's next? What's the I can't plateau? I, you know I got to do something more. I'm not doing enough. You know you're not you're not doing enough for the people around you. You're not doing enough for yourself. You're not making enough. You know you're you're not that good at your job. Like you know I I, I will will bubble these these thoughts up. Some, yeah, of course I don't want to talk to myself and hang out with myself sometimes. Um, so I distract myself with with other things, you know, uh, whatever is available, um, you know, yeah, you know, the typical stuff, social media and movies and TV shows and mostly just scrolling on TikTok. And now TikTok has, has helped me, but has also um, spiraled me as well. Uh, not spiraled me, but I've spent a lot of time on there. Um, <clears throat> but yes, yeah, so, it, so it's very easy to want to avoid yourself and not to get to know yourself because sometimes, you know, getting to know yourself also means like you have to confront all your insecurities. And that is just horrible. And so it, it's it's a mountain or a tunnel whatever way you see it to, to go through a uh, tunnel through a mountain maybe even or a mountain through a tunnel if you you know or if you're imaginative you can think about what that would look like um that it it would be a difficult thing to do <laughs> but uh but it's beautiful on the other side um and yeah i mean i'm i'm still i'm again i'm not on the other side i'm not all you know I haven't done it, but I am doing it. And it, it is um, exciting and nerve-wracking, but also um, I feel, I feel, um, 
like I, I'm awakening, you know, my my third eye, I'm starting to float into the air, and my eyes are, you know, rolling back my head, and I'm seeing into the sixth dimension. I really, yeah, I can see and listen. Um, that there are there is a multiverse, and and, and every. In every multiverse, there's other people just like you that that might not. Some of them might not get to that point of self-love. Like that's the thing. Like there's a possibility that doesn't happen. And you meet people. I'm sure you've met people where you go and you're like, this person hates people and they're always in a bad mood, but it's because they hate themselves and they never got to that point. Or they're rude, or they they lash out, or they they put other people down, and and that's what they do. And that's because they haven't got to the point of self-love. And you you know that that is. Um, unfortunate and I wish I wish nothing more than for them to also go through it but like hey like th- their journey is not your journey like you have to focus on you and you can't force anyone else to go through to, to, to get to level 8 when they're on level 3 you know so but but you can get from from your level 3 to level 4 at least um, and, and then level 8 to you know a million yeah I don't know that um, stream of consciousness there but uh yeah, man. Um, know yourself. Uh, get to know yourself, and um, yeah, and, and get to know the you know the, the darker parts of yourself as well. You know the um, the parts that you, you don't like to think about. Um, you know the things maybe that you're not good at, or the the, the you know. I, I don't think it's good to just. Uh, there's positive psychology, right? I, I I do think that you're you're. The thoughts that you habituate, the thoughts that you think about all the time can start to become truths. But that doesn't mean that you should now just, uh, like, if there's something that maybe you are struggling with, then it, don't just say, oh, I'm not struggling with that. You, you are, and, and that's okay. But the key is to see those things and then say, you know, I want this person still deserves love, and I want to love this person, so I'm going to give them love despite these insecurities. Um, that doesn't mean that they get away scotch-free if they're, you know, they do things that they shouldn't be doing, right? If, if sometimes, you know, and I've been there where I, you know, because of my insecurities, may hurt other people or I may, you know, um, try to make other people feel worse because it makes me feel better. You know, I'm human. I've, I've been there. And um, it, I, that's not okay. Like, you can't do that. And you can't be like, oh, no, it's okay. Like, that's still not okay to do that, to, to take your stuff on, out on other people. But you, once you're aware of it, then you can stop doing it, right? Um, and it's, it's you do have to for, forgive yourself, but it's not, um, it's not, you can't justify it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's some of my thoughts there. Uh, I'm going to read some quotes and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and just talk about them and, and just be as kind of anchoring points and things to kind of, jump off of um i think a big part of um self-love and stuff is is sometimes not even up to us like the the way that we were given love is the way that we often will try to love ourselves or the way that we will kind of um measure love for ourselves so for a lot of us and including me i think um a portion of love was uh, distributed based on academic performance. So if you did well, then you received love. You received more love than average. Um, and you would receive a gift or you would receive a, a affirmation or something like that. That's something that you've been craving, uh, some type of love that you've been craving. And then you start to, um, yeah, whenever you do well in school, you get that. And you're like, oh, like my my uh, worth or my um, 
I deserve love when I achieve things, when I am progressing, when I'm doing better and in, in doing well. And that's not true. Uh, you, you deserve love regardless of how you're doing academically or how you're doing financially or how you're doing in your career. Uh, you know, that, that is not your marker uh, or your badge um, that tells people, hey, now you, now you love me because I've done this thing. You deserve love because you're, you're a person and, and you're a unique person. And I'm sure you give people love and care for them. And, um, and I'm sure some people love you and care for you. And they shouldn't only show love when you achieve things, right? Um, because that, that means that, that, that the love isn't for you. The love is for your achievements. So um, <clears throat> a quote that I saw, well, I mean, not a quote, but that's a thought. I have that, that the fear of not progressing or achieving comes from a place where I have to perform to earn love. And, uh, you know, th th there's always going to be something to strive for. And so, you know, it, there's no point in waiting for that to then love yourself. Like just you have to start now. I also think that kind of in the topic of love, there's also like the, the other side of it, which is like self critique and being hard on yourself. Um, and also I talked a little bit about, you know, parents and how you receive love as a child. And um, sometimes it's easy to fixate on, you know, how my parents were and, and what they did. And then sometimes, you know, I feel like I want to talk to my friend. I want to try to like change them and see that, you know, this is kind of, if I would wish you did things differently, like I, I could have been differently. And I, you know, want to um, show you what I've learned and show you that this is like that this, the thing that you thought was fine or not going to make an effect, had an effect. And, and you know, it, I'm still your kid, so it's still going to have an effect if it's still happening. So I want to show you this, but it's, it's, you can't, right? You can't show someone your feeling, like you can't make them feel the feeling and then also show them the logic that you are trying to put together to explain why what they did is leaving you with this feeling. So... Um, and, and that's okay. I mean, you can try to, but it's it's not it's not uh, helpful to expect that you're going to succeed. Um, expressing yourself is important, maybe. But uh, a quote that I saw was, "Today, I do not have the energy to critique my father or his father. Instead, I say, blessed be the healthy cycle. <clears throat> blessed be the healthy cycle of life, even though it has to begin here." I'm reading this quote wrong. Today, I do not have the energy to critique my father or his father. Instead, I say, blessed be the healthy cycle, even though it has to begin here. So um, I think that's a Rudy Francis, the, um, I think, the uh, spoken word poet. You can't change the past, but you can change now. And the cycle of earning love, the cycle of um, love being attached with achievement can end and starting with you so that that love that i see for myself sometimes is this you know am i doing better am i achieving how much am i making and then that tells me my worth but that's not true i, I can i can separate those things and the faster i can learn to separate those things and it's not a, just a it's not just a oh, it's not just a mm, and now oh there it is it's separated it's a it's a, I know this is bad for audio. It's a grinding of it down. You have to kind of... That's me kind of hammering it to kind of separate the two things. 
um, and this is, this is me using um, like a, a beard trimmer to kind of trim away the um, trim away the two thoughts and feelings. Um, uh, this is me like shooting them apart to kind of like with a with a gun, and then and then um, this is that's me using a laser uh, to kind of slice them apart. Um, and, um, that, that, yeah, so, so just kind of trying to illustrate the point there that you, you have to eventually separate those two things <clears throat> and I'm working on it too. I'm not even there, but it, it is, um, a, a habit to forget. So, so focusing that on for yourself. And then when you can do that for yourself, you can stop doing that to others as well. So, you know, putting, you know, for me, sometimes I would see achievements, you know, I, I, kind of started the same thing with my siblings at first that you need to be doing this you need to be doing this you need to be doing better you know like i try to motivate them to do better but um if it's coming from a place of like what are you doing why aren't you doing better um then that means it, it, you know it it seems like it's coming from a place from from not love and that that bec- it's coming from a not <clears throat> it's coming from a place of not love which would entail that because you're not doing this thing ooh, uh, because you're not doing this thing I'm not giving you love. But if you do this thing, then I will give you love. So now it's a conditional kind of transaction, transactional love, which I'm sure people have heard of before. So, but it's changing. I think that, that it, it is starting to, to break. Uh, I saw this one post and it said, I heard a dad say to his kid, well, it's brave to go on a roller coaster, but it's also brave to say you don't want to go on. Hmm. So if that's real, if that's tr- if that's a true thing, you know, shout out to this dad, shout out to this um, dad of a man, you know, good job. I, I think that is that is kind of what needs to be the, the sentiment out there. I think there is definitely a lot of hope for the new generation and our kids and, you know, in the future, potential future. Um, you can teach them what what, it, what bravery means. Bravery is not only just doing the thing, but bravery is like, hey, I also just don't want to do this. So I'd, I'd rather not do this. And like, I'm not going to succumb to peer pressure. Like what's more brave, like doing what everybody else is doing or just not doing it because you don't want to do it. You know, um, bravery is doing things not in the absence of fear, but despite fear, right? So it might be scary to say no, that you don't want to do this thing, but you do it anyways, and that's still brave, right? And if, or if it's something that scares you, but you want to do it and then you do it, then that's also bravery. But if you don't want to do it and it scares you, then why would you, why would you do it if you don't want to do it, right? And, and it sounds simple, but knowing if you want to do it or not is the hard part. And that's the part where you need to learn who you are. So, yeah. Yeah, it's just about being easier on yourself and, and redefining what these terms mean, be, redefining what bravery means. If being hard on yourself worked, it would have worked by now. And, and repeating it, repeating the cycle on yourself is, is not getting you where you want to go, Saf. I'm, you know, I'm not, I, I hate to be prescriptive, but this is the way that I kind of think. Um, and, and it's me talking to myself. But if it, if it resonates with you, then great. If, if, yeah, if you're being hard on yourself, worked, it would have worked by now. And so if, if, and maybe, I don't know, maybe for you it is working. Maybe you feel like it's working. But I'm sure there's some of you that, or have always been hard on yourself and still don't feel where you want to be. Like you don't feel the way that you thought you were going to feel. And and so maybe 
this whole being hard on yourself or and this tough love thing is not the way, right? Maybe it's it's you have to find a, a soft love, and and become 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 yourself more and and love that person more, because if it's going to be for other people, then then you're always not you know if you live your life for others, you won't never actually meet yourself. You'll just meet the people the person that others want you to be. Don't spend your time on earth being a watered-down version of yourself just so people can like you. Because you don't get to meet yourself. And, and that would be the true tragedy. It's, it's never actually meeting yourself and, and getting to enjoy being you, finally. You know, happy, being happy, being you. That's a Daniel Caesar line. Um, yeah, it's something like that. And... There's so much to know as well. It's not like, you know, you know yourself or you don't. Like nothing is black and white. It's all gray. It's all a spectrum. You get to know yourself and you continue to get to know yourself forever. And it's beautiful. You, can, you meet yourself every year. Every every year you're a different person. And so there's another post I saw. There's graffiti on the wall and it said, I haven't met all of me yet. And, and that's true. And that's exciting. That's like there's more of me, you know, and, and I'm liking myself. And I'm like, man, there's more. Like, there's, I'm going to keep growing and keep evolving. And my thoughts will keep evolving and changing. And I will have more interesting conversations with myself um, <laughs> and you, hopefully, right? So, and, and part of that is getting comfortable with your emotion. Um, and that's something that's hard for me, or has been hard for me, is even even allowing myself to feel the emotion. Um, you know, I felt that I, I, the way that I kind of... Um, grew up was that others emotion was more important than mine if i'm upset and they're upset it's more important that you know their upsetness is more important and then i have to kind of hide my upsetness and if i'm scared if i'm um disappointed or you know that doesn't matter as much as their um anger or disappointment and um and in relationships too that you know not in relationships but you know it, it happens in friendships and relationships as well right and um and recognizing that is important but but that, if you don't recognize that, what ends up happening is that you just, um, you feel less, not that you feel less emotion, but you acknowledge less of your emotion. The emotion is still there, just kind of simmering underneath awareness, but it's there and it's still controlling you in some way. It's making you do things you don't want to do. Um, but, but yeah, it, it's, it's letting, um, letting, taking the lid off of the pot and seeing what's in, in the stew, um, and letting the steam hit your face and be like, oh, that's what that feels like. And then and then kind of spooning through the stew and, and taking bites and seeing kind of what what these emotions are. What what is this? Why am I feeling this? Um, where does this come from? Where where did it come from? What uh, is it the right emotion? Is it does it make sense? Should I feel this emotion? Does it does it follow kind of what I know of myself? Um, yeah, for me, I mean, one example, I think I talked about it before is like, uh, for me, it's dance. Like, I, I realized that I was avoiding going to dance classes because I wasn't really good at learning choreography. And it was making me feel insecure about something that I love. And so I avoid like the anxiety of that it makes me avoid going to it. And I kept wondering, why don't I go to these dance classes? And then I you know, did the work to figure that out. And I'm like, okay, well, I, I need to, I don't like that. I don't want to be that way. I want to overcome that. And I haven't, but I'm working on it. Like I'm working on you know, being like okay with not being good at dance at a class. It's class, right? It's, it's there from there to learn. So, so and there, there's this drawing of these two um, kind of cartoon 
character things in one cartoon thing. It's like very abstract. It says, uh, the guy says, you're so emotional. And the other cartoon says, thank you. I've worked long and hard on that. And uh, yeah, I think that 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 you, it is effort. It is work. You know, it's easy to just lash out and explode with emotion, but to to like sit with your emotion with yourself and actually kind of feel it and then try to understand it um, is hard work. And but it's it's important work. Um, and and the, with the same way, you have to kind of learn to forgive yourself um, for things. You also have to learn to forgive others as well. Um, there's this um, one kind of series of, of pictures of uh, this two guys having a conversation, and first guy goes, "They didn't apologize." <clears throat> there we go. Reading. They didn't apologize to me first, bro. Why should I? And the other guy goes, "Brother, the first to apologize is the bravest. First to forgive is the strongest, and the first to forget is the happiest. Forgive others." Not because they deserve forgiveness, but because you deserve peace. Why can't I read? I'm, I'm, uh, like, I'm, I'm in class. I was a pretty good reader. I think. I don't think I made mistakes often, but I feel like I'm stumbling on English words. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, first to apologize is the bravest. Um, it does take bravery to admit that you're wrong, and uh, you know. And genuinely admit it and to yourself and to the other person. Like, you know what, actually, like admitting it to yourself is the hardest part. You know, once you admit it to yourself, uh, no, admitting to somebody else is also very difficult. But admitting it to yourself is, is its own battle of like, okay, you know what? I thought this one thing after now we've discussed it. Um, I'm probably wrong on that. Or like, I actually did this thing and it was a reactional, emotional, emotional response. I lashed out. I, I said mean things or like did something that was petty or something like I have to acknowledge that. You know what? I, I kind of did, did do that. You know, I it, I felt upset, and and I that's why I did it, and that's okay. Like I mean, that's you know, it happens. But you know, if, if you are dishonest with yourself and and can't admit to yourself that you did something wrong, then you're you know you're stuck, and then you can't for can't admit wrong to the other person, and then you never apologize, and then you lose a friend or you lose. You lose love with someone. So first to apologize is the bravest. The first to forgive is the strongest. So it's when someone wrongs you um, and, and, and they hurt you, you know, to, to forgive them for hurting you is... It requires losing a bit of pride, you know, that... Because it's there's something so so sweet and juicy and um, it, it's just ooh it's it's such a weird good but like um, uh, nuanced feeling of when someone has done something wrong and they apologize and they're they're in the wrong and they admit that they're wrong and now you are like someone's sorry to you about something and now you feel right and you feel righteous that yes i knew all along you heathen you you scoundrel you know you feel like you are like mm, yeah i am right and you are wrong and i you know it, it's a it's a seductive feeling to kind of want to kind of relish in a little bit but but it goes away a little bit when you when you genuinely forget not like you know in a sarcastic way but a genuinely forgiving someone you know, to yourself again, you have to forgive them in yourself, you can't, and within yourself, not just to them in words, but you forgive them in your heart, even if you don't even say it to them, forgiving them in your heart is a huge step, 
and then saying it to them. Um, you lose, you kind of replace the feeling of, ooh, yeah, I'm right, with like, you know what, I forgive you. And, and that's kind of like a, a release of that emotion. But but it is um, it is hard to to do that when 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 the other feeling is so kind of it, it validates our emotion and that's you know not often right having your emotion validated when someone's saying sorry to you they recognize that they did something wrong that maybe hurt your feelings and them saying sorry is validating your emotion and if you don't get your emotions validated often you'll lean into that more you know you'll lean into that you know, say yeah, yeah. You well, you better be sorry because you messed up, and now my, my now I'm right. My feelings are true. My and I'm the way that I was upset. That was a good thing to be upset about, you know. Um, but forgiving them is admitting that okay, you know what? I can let it go. It's not that. It's not that deep. So, yeah. Um, but there's some people in your life that are that you know, um, that you know maybe not won't forgive you and or they won't apologize to you. Um, and and they'll wrong you and they'll leave you and and never never admit wrong, um, but yeah, the first to forget is the happiest. If you can, uh, that, that I don't know about that part because I think forgetting is not a choice. They just kind of you you have to deliberately do other things to kind of replace that thought. But but whether you forget or not is is hard to decide. It's not a, it's not you can just choose to forget something. You have to work on forgetting it. Um, but if you do, if you can get there, if you can continue to live your life and do other things and move on from that person where you think about them less and less, and maybe you never actually fully forget, but you think about that thing or that whatever had happened, you think about it once a week instead of every day or once a month, and then you know a couple few times a year or just around the, their birthday or whatever, and then and then eventually you know it's like every few years you think about it, and that's not too bad. Um, but there's some people, that, yeah, they they, um, they wrong you and and they. Um, there's not much you can do about it, but but if they disrespect you, if they're disrespectful to you, um, just don't worry about them. I mean, just forget about them, and, and also not, I guess, forget about them, but don't value what they say. Um, because if they can't respect you, then then uh, why would you respect what they have to say? So, uh, from Reddit, don't worry about not having the respect of people you don't respect, and that's something that I think is really difficult to try to practice because I think my life has been you know you uh, certain people are do respect you know your your elders or people and certain people in the community or whatever you have to give them respect because of whatever they've achieved or the the life that they have lived you know sure I mean I think to me everybody gets a base level of respect of human respect but I'm not going to give you extra respect just because of some title or some other thing that you've done for somewhere else somewhere else you, you didn't do it for me you haven't been there for me, like you're, you're separate, you know, you, you did your own thing, you have your own thing going on, and I can respect you, but I don't have to try to like earn your respect, you know, I don't have to, like if you're, you know, if, if you're like, uh, this is especially true for people who you don't actually even like, like, like if you, if you feel like they're unkind people and they're unkind to other people and they don't respect you, why, why would you want them to? Their, their respect, you know, it's like, it's like, um, if there's an ice cream truck and uh, and it's it's giving out ice cream, but the ice cream is made of um, like dirty soap water with um, like expired milk, right? And the sprinkles are like rat feces, and the fudge is um, like oil, uh, like uh, 
power steering oil and the uh the cone is made of cardboard um and and the guy selling it um like slaps you in the face whenever he gives it to you and it's really expensive why would you want that ice cream truck to show up to your to your street and like hang out you know like why would you want uh like you wouldn't go chase that ice cream truck you know you wouldn't be like smiling and waving at the ice cream truck driver because you you know like you know what, you, what do i mean i mean it's, maybe it's not a good analogy but uh you if you don't think if they're good if you don't think they're kind people or that they are people that are, are empathetic and and or have qualities that you care about then why would you care what they think of you that being said everything that irritates us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves so i i think through this journey a lot of stuff that i've come to realize is that you know we're all kind of messed up most of us like i would say a large percent of us um are going through life right a bunch of stuff happened in our childhood that was out of con- our control and now we are the way we are without that without even deciding to be that way and now we as we are older and are adults and have our own autonomy and can decide what we do we now have to like try to like deal with this person that was created by somebody else you know um and so like that's all of us Right, and and so when someone else is like a, a kind of a crappy person, the the same way that you are can have crappy tendencies is because some things that, that happen in your life, like your life shaped you that way. And now maybe the decisions that you make, or the things that you do, are sometimes crappy because they're not aligned with what what you actually want. It's, it's things that you think that you want, or that other people want for you, or you're insecure about something because you didn't get, you know, uh, you didn't develop a secure uh, relationship with yourself because other people didn't do that either you know th- we're we're all in this kind of mud pit of life trying to figure it out um and we are so much more similar than we think we're more similar than we are different all of us um you know like our our life is so much similar than like us and like a dog obviously i mean i, I know that's obvious but like we're all humans going through the same kind of like struggles of like identity and security and trying to love ourselves and find purpose and happiness like we all like, kind of want the same thing um and some people are having a harder time than others and so sometimes we like get annoyed by other people because of certain qualities that they have but we can only we we're getting annoyed because we recognize that quality and sometimes we see in ourselves a little bit and that makes us like oh i don't want to be confronted with that i don't want to be like reminded of that like annoying quality like if that that you know when you cringe about someone else like you're like oh i'm like secondhand embarrassment secondhand embarrassment is like if i was doing that i'd be so embarrassed and like i should be embarrassed because that would be like an embarrassing thing for me to do and like other people judging me would be correct in judging me and like that's that's not like you know, if the thing that you're doing is making you happy and people judge you for it, like that shouldn't affect whether it makes you happy or not, because like they they aren't you and um, let them cringe, you know, let them cringe is like a, is a is the motto, I think, of Gen Z is like whatever, like, you know, cringe all you want or maybe like millennials that are now like making TikToks and stuff. Let the people cringe of like, you know, uh if you're uncomfortable with it that's fine like i'm having fun i'm having a good time you guys can cringe you can be like oh my god i can't believe you would post that like why would you post that dance video um like he looks silly like sure you know but, but i like it i looking but like looking back on it like man that's a cool 
that'll be fun to look back at one day when I'm like 50 years old. Like, oh, I was busting them. I was busting them move back in the day. I really knew how to pop, drop, and lock it back in the day. I should have. Well, I could have. Um, no, I'm not going to be self-critical. Good job, Shaft. That's that's a good. Oh, whipping, nay, nay, it. That's right. Let me let me see if I can do it. Oh, my hip, my hip, yeah, my my hip. Uh, yeah, you know, so that that'll be me, and I I hope that for you too. Um, but yeah, and, and the reality is, the most inflated egos are often the most fragile. That quote is from uh, All Might from My Hero Academia. That's a anime. Um, yeah, people who who are absolutely full of themselves are actually incredibly insecure. You know that they, they have to create this armor of ego and pride and, you know, I'm, I'm this and I'm right and I'm mm, and I'm that um, because just if, if they just kind of move a piece of that armor, they'll see how like fragile that, that that person is holding everything up because they, you know, lacked love at some point in their life and are can't you know find a way to love themselves for who they are so they put on this thing to like almost defend themselves with um so so when someone else is having a huge ego and having a blow up and thinks that they're way more important than you it's because they don't like either sometimes people are you know literally crazy and think that they're like you know beyonce when they're not but like uh, most people that like think that like or make a big deal out of something is because like they want to feel important and they want to feel right and and um, they just want to get rid of the other negative feelings that they're having. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is just like work, work and and life and um, and like you know going along life. Like I'm in I'm 26, turning 27 in a month almost exactly. Um, you know I'm I'm working full time. I'm actually. Uh, going to be cutting back to part-time because I want to focus on some other things. I want to try some other stuff and, and you know, focus on mental and physical well-being and but also spend more time with friends and family. I've been realizing that I've been lacking that in my life and I need more of that. But also this podcast, hopefully, and, and other endeavors um, and see how that feels. But, um, yeah, work is also always an interesting thing. Like, there's a, there's a positives and negatives to every job that you get. There will be things that you don't like, things that you do. Um, but I think a quote that I really like is by someone named Jim Ron. He's an entrepreneur and he said, he said a lot of things, but one of the things he said was work harder on yourself than on your job. And I think that's really true. I mean, to work on your job is important. You want to be good at your job. That's, that's a natural, um, inclination or, uh, um, affinity, you know, uh, something to be drawn towards is improving and, and being good at what you do there's there's pride in that there's um when you can when you see yourself doing a good job you feel better about yourself uh and again that could be because of you know the stuff that we talked about before and and you know achievement equaling worth but also it's just like competency like being competent in stuff I mean shows you like oh i can do this thing like i can help people i can create stuff like i'm capable and that in of itself is sometimes really important for you to have that view that you can do things and you believe in yourself so that's important to work hard on your job, but also you should be working much harder on yourself, like who you are, because a job will not give you happiness. Like, uh, you know, achievements will not give you happiness in of the in of themselves or just by themselves. Working on yourself, learning who you are and what you care about and what you value um, will help you learn more about the person that you are and will get you closer to loving yourself. So 
um, that work is always going to be more important. The reality is, is your job sees you as replaceable. So you have to look out for yourself and for your family and your friends. Your job is not everything, but it often feels like it is. And if you don't like your job, make sure you change it. Don't be miserable just because a job pays you well or you feel there's certain status attached to it. Do what makes you happy. Do not uh, embrace misery and say that this is just how life is. You know, suffering will happen. Suffering is inevitable. Misery is a choice. That's another Daniel Caesar quote. I'm going to see you in concert in a month. Um, it, it, life is going to be hard, but but don't make it harder than it needs to be, right? You know, things are going to be happen. People people in your life will die. People in your life will leave. You know, you might go through heartbreaks. You might go through, you know, changes in your life. Why go to a place and work a job that makes you also feel upset and miserable on top of everything else that hap- that's going to happen in life? You know, I might as well have it neutral, if anything. If it makes you happy, then great. But 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 neutral would be way better than miserable, you know. And, uh, yeah, don't feel like, oh, you know, I don't want to disappoint the people I work with. I made a couple of friends there and, you know, they really like me and they really need me and stuff. They, they will find somebody else. They will, I hate to say it, forget about you. They will move on. And, um, and so will you. And, and that's life, you know. People come in our life and they go, and we often don't want to say goodbye, but, like, that's that's life. Good things come and go, but they come. They do They do come. They do happen. They do show up in your life, and they not, they're not forever. They're transient, you know. This too shall pass. Things are going good. This too shall pass. Things are going bad. This too shall pass. Life goes up and down, a pendulum... I'll say it a million times. Good times become good memories, but bad times make good lessons. So even though life goes up and down, the ups will be happy moments in your life that you look back on. And the downs will hopefully be distant memories, but will leave you with persistent lessons that will lead you toward more good times. Hopefully, but maybe not. Maybe there will be still bad times, but those bad times, again, will teach you lessons. Maybe about yourself, maybe about life, maybe about others, but most likely about yourself. And the lessons are are there. It's just you still have to, they won't teach themselves to you. You have to kind of notice them. It's on the the chalkboard, but you have to like read it and and write it down and kind of study it and figure out what it is. Um, The lessons available, you know, we'll send you the slides, but you have to, you have to figure out what it actually says and what it means. Um, but if you don't, then they'll just your drive of bad, bad uh, times is going to fill up, right? You're, you're, you'll have a bunch of notes without any ex- understanding, and you're not going to do well in the test. But sometimes you make your bad times. Sometimes you make a mistake. Sometimes something goes wrong. You decide the wrong thing, and things go horribly wrong, and you're like, why am I so dumb? Why did I decide to do that? Um, I should have done this, I should have done that. If I could go back, I'd do this. If I could go back, I'd do that. But but when you get to the point when you start to find love for yourself, you also realize that if you went back and fixed all the mistakes that you made, you erase who you are. You erase your your identity. You erase yourself. Because the mistakes made you, those lessons changed you and made you into the person that you are, the person that you now love or that you have to love. You can't love anybody else than the person that you are. Right. I mean, you can't love a future self. You can't love 
you can live a past self, I guess, but a future self, you don't know who, you don't even know who they are. The past self is gone. You, you know, there, there's no one there. It's just a history, right? You can only love yourself in this very moment. So, um, but but it, that sometimes does start with loving your past self, loving who they once were. You know, loving that that they made dumb mistakes or that they they did things that they shouldn't have done or or paths they shouldn't have taken, but. Um, but they, they were doing the best they could with the information that they had. And so are you. Um, yeah, I can talk a, talk a lot about this. Um, and I hope uh, I, I, it's a lot. It's very unorganized thought. But I hope um, that you heard something that I said or that it, that it um, you know, resonated with you. Yeah. Resonated, you know. Um, but but that's uh, that's 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 kind of where I'm thinking these days, and and uh, I wish nothing more than love, self love. You know, I wish more. I wish nothing more for you to love yourself. I wish for nothing more than for you to love yourself. Is the sentence that I've been workshopping on, and so let, let me know what you think about that sentence. I just workshopped in it there for 20 seconds. I, I do think that that's the key to life. The faster you get there, or the faster you get on the journey, the better. Um, because some people don't get on that journey soon enough, and they push away the people that that do love them. Um, and they isolate themselves because they don't feel like they deserve love, or they lash out because of insecurity, or because of because of self-hatred and, and they, you know, the people that, that would have loved them or can love them um, ha- don't know them anymore, right? Because they've isolated themselves and now you can't, how you, you know, it's hard to love someone you don't know. It's not impossible, but it's more difficult, right? So so do it before you, before that happens. And in the opposite you know, do the opposite of that. Bring, spend more time people with people that love you. The more time you spend with them, the more that you will also love yourself because you'll see that you're capable of love. And if, and again, if you don't have those people in your life, um, start with tr- trying to become that person for yourself, but also go, go find them. They're out there. Find something that you, uh, a hobby that you love and just you know, search up the Reddit community or the Twitch community or the YouTube community or the TikTok community of it and start commenting on stuff and, and uh, rep, you know, stitching videos, replying to videos or, or, or just, you know, talking to people or commenting and, uh, or, or going to like a, a, a class or a activity repeatedly and, and talking to people there and, and something that you really like because if you like it and they like it then you guys already have something to talk about and, um, that's how you know, friendships start. So, um, but you know, sometimes sometimes people don't even know what they like, and, and that's another you know step. Going back to step one, step you know, uh, you have to spend more time with yourself to get to know yourself, so then you can love yourself. So yeah, just a little bit one there to go uh, hear what I said before. Um, but this is the end of the episode, and I am again very sweaty and. Um, uh, it's very humid right now in my apartment and um, 
again, apologize for the background noise, but that's just the vibes we're going for here on the amateur, the amateuring amateur. Man, maybe, is that hard to say? Should I? I'm keeping the title. I don't care what you guys say. A mature and amateur because I'm always growing and I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And you know what my fingers are doing when I, you know, you know what kind of weapon they're creating. And it's not a sag, not a sword, not a dagger. They're not, uh, it's not a sniper. It's not a bazooka. It's just, I'm, I'm not going to say what it is, but guess three i'm gonna you're gonna make a guess in three two one what is it correct so uh i'm on spotify apple podcast um email me at a maturing amateur at gmail.com if you have thoughts or questions or just if you know me then message me and tell me what you think um and how you feel and um and then if you want to talk about this topic too then i'd love to talk to you about it so let me know um super Super fun. This was nice. And um, good job, Saf. Uh, when you listen to this back, um, you did great, probably. And don't be so hard on yourself. You're a cute. <laughs> You're a cute little guy, buddy. <laughs> little bad in the face, but um, you're, the rest of your uh, you know, aura is pretty dandy. <laughs> so keep at it. And someone will like you. Be your friend one time, probably. <laughs> Bye.